Welcome to the Pats Militia Podcast featuring Ryan Kennedy. That completion is good for another Patriot. First down. Your New England Patriots are five-time champions. The podcast for the fans, by the fans. What's up, guys? It's Ryan Kennedy here, and welcome to another episode of the Pats Militia Podcast. So there's a lot to talk about today, but as always, it's another Victory Monday. Went into Orchard Park yesterday to face the Bills, and the Patriots came out with the win, 23-3. And we now approve to 10-2. I went to the game. It was a great time. Nice day out. Nice sunny December day. I'll talk about my experience of going to the game. Then we're going to talk about, obviously, some of the bad stuff that happened yesterday. And then some of the good stuff we saw and what to expect moving forward for the rest of the season. So, I mean, yeah, we got the, I mean, people who watch, I mean, I was there six rows up behind the Patriots bench. I got some great photos. If you guys want to check those out on our social media at Pat's Militia. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got the win. It, re- it really wasn't that pretty. I mean, Brady didn't have any crazy stats. There was no, like, I mean, there was some pretty good uh, performances in the, like, the run game and uh, Gronk. But there's nothing too stellar. I mean, it wasn't like an amazing win, but I mean, we got the win. I mean, we won by 20. I mean, our offense didn't even look that good besides like the run game and like Gronk. But we still won by 20. So, I mean, that's a good day in my books when you don't even think that the Patriots look as good as they have been the past few weeks and they still win by 20. So uh, just get this out of the way. I mean, I've been getting a lot of questions about it. Um, get this out of the way. I don't really want to talk about it because it's kind of messed up. But first, we're going to obviously talk about the bad and some of the things that could be worked on and some of the things that went wrong yesterday in the win. So obviously bad was uh, when Tredavious White got the interception. Um, when he was laying there on the ground, Gronk just kind of smashed into his head. Watching the video isn't too pleasant. Gronk expressed how sorry he is like during the game and before. And press conferences. I mean, Gronk expressed how sorry he was after the game. While it happened, he was apologizing. But I just, I mean, stuff like that just can't really happen. I mean, Gronk's got to know his limits and know, like, you, you can't do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, White was, he might have been holding you. He might have, I mean, you're Gronk. I mean, the only way people can cover you really is they, they got to try to get, they got to try to out-aggressive you try to contain you because Gronk's a big guy he's hard to cover so I mean they get the hands on him and then he's always getting called for him so like he was just kind of fed up and just kind of took a really really cheap shot while he's on the ground I I, you can't react like that Gronk I mean Belichick won't stand for Belichick actually said something to Sean McDermott after the game so he apologized and said like it was BS like he he knows it was wrong and Mm -hmm. moving forward I'm not sure what's going to happen with Gronk I mean he's I think he's gonna he's definitely gonna get fined um, he could get a suspension, maybe one or two games. I'm really not sure. Last night, Ronnie Harrison said that he should at least get a game. And I'm not one to make comments on this because I love Gronk. But, I mean, if someone did that to a player on the Patriots, I would not be happy. And I would expect them to get suspended. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. But the Gronk's just kind of, I mean, he's a big guy. I mean, taking those shots at someone while they're on the ground, like towards his head and send him into concussion protocol does not look good. No, no matter how mad you are at the game or whatever, the the play was dead. Just don't do that. It's dirty. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to try to forget about it. I mean, that's not the Gronk we love right there. And I think that 
if the NFL doesn't do something, I think that the Patriots will definitely discipline him. I'm not sure how, like Belichick and stuff. Maybe he won't see as many snaps the next game or two to kind of show him, like, Gronk, you can't do this, man. Like, you're an amazing player. But if you do that stuff, you're going to have consequences no matter how good you are. And that's kind of like the Belichick way. So, I mean, I personally don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's the coaching staff. We haven't really heard much about it or any disciplinary action yet. We will in the days to come. And I'll be keeping you guys updated on that. So, yeah, and so some of the other stuff that was bad, I mean, our offense, it just sometimes we just couldn't really, like, in the first half, we just, we were getting, like, red zone opportunities and stuff, but, like, we just couldn't punch it in. And, like, the third down, like, just not being able to execute those third downs when we should have been. And, like, going into half, we it didn't even look that hot, like, up nine, and, nine to three. And, like, usually we go in there and destroy the Bills. So it was like, okay, nine to three. It was just a little sketchy. It's like, oh, if they score a touchdown, they're in the lead if they get the extra point. So going into half, it wasn't too hot. I just felt like our offense was a little slow. I mean, just receiving-wise, I mean, other than Gronk, we didn't really have any receivers making, like, a lot of plays or a lot of yards. Like, Cooks wasn't that active. I mean, they had a few catches, like Amendola had a nice third-down catch and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it just seems like in the beginning we couldn't get much going. But as the game went on, we kind of picked that up and got it on. So another thing that's kind of bad that I don't like to see, I've seen like a lot of people post like making fun of was when Brady was like after a third and long he came to the sideline like flipped out yelled at McDaniel's. I mean in an interview after he's like it's football. I love the dude. It's football. Which I mean it's understandable. I mean you're out here like this is your life. This is your life. I mean it's Brady's life. He's been doing this. Is he's focused on football almost his entire life. And, like, it, like what happened to Gronk, like, it eventually the game will get to you where you're just frustrated and you gotta, you gotta let loose. And, I mean, yeah, he yelled at McDaniels, but, I mean, I mean, McDaniels is kind of his boss telling him, like, trying to tell him what plays to pick and stuff. I mean, and how many of you guys have ever gotten angry towards your boss? Probably a lot. And, um, so, I mean, that's okay. I mean, that it's kind of part of the game. It kind of, I mean, they, they have a strong relationship. And in an interview, he's like, I love that man. I love McDaniels. It's football. And I agree with that. It's 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 a game. I mean, it's so good. So um, so that's some of the bad stuff. Get to wipe that away. I mean, it still wasn't the prettiest one. No, I mean, we've been playing on fire, like beating teams by a lot. But I mean, I mean, we still won by 20 points. Like, you know, it's a pretty good day. When the Patriots advance to ten and two and win by twenty points, when it doesn't even look like they were playing that good or trying, so I'm gonna talk about some of the good. So yeah, after half halftime comes out, um, two consecutive drives we scored. So right right after half, like we got good points on the board, and we kind of just kind of kept building on the gap which kind of just helps us separate and be able to pull out the win because as it gets end, like, they had Tyrod Taylor was hurt most of the game. Like, he was out. Like, they put in Peterman. And just once you're up by that much, it's just there's not that much hope left. So it was nice that we were able to just kind of pull apart coming out of half when it was pretty close in the first half. So um, offense-wise, amazing, amazing things on offense was the run game. Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead. Combined it f- for Deion Lewis 
and Rex Burkhead both played phenomenal. Lewis, 15 carries, 92 yards, had a crazy stiff arm on Poyer, threw him to the ground. Rex Burkhead, sexy Rexy, 12 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns, averaging 6.5 per carry. Both Lewis and Burkhead broke out really long runs. The run game was on par all day. 191 total rushing yards against the Bills. That is phenomenal. I mean, to have, like, Deion Lewis, like, he's back there. He's a threat. Burkhead, he's a threat. And they both put up really, really good yards, averaging, like, over six yards a carry. So it's it's just really nice to finally see it because every year it's like, oh, it's Tom Brady. It's the Patriots' pass game. It's the Patriots' pass offense. They have great receivers. But as the season's gone on and we have, like, Burkhead and Lewis is really developing to be a good running back and is healthy and we just can kind of move around our offense and do did, show different looks and run different schemes than we have previously because usually people, like in the Super Bowl, how many times did we pass in the Super Bowl? I mean, we kind of had to but we, because we were coming back most of the time, but like we have just been the past 10 to 15 years just a pass, pass heavy offense. Never really have like crazy good running backs. I mean, we have like, we usually just have like good situational running backs, like blunt, like the ground and pound. But I mean, we, we've had some really good ones and a lot of them are dual threat, really good at receiving. But yeah, it's having it able to break out that run game. I mean, the Bills have been good against the run this this season. They, their defense has been good. They like completely shut down Kansas City last week. They have a pretty good defense, and we ran all over them all day long. So if we can just keep the run game, and then once receivers get healthy, like Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell gets back. I mean, Cooks is phenomenal, Gronk, and. Once we get the receivers back, and I mean the running backs are pretty much receivers like White and stuff, we're going to really be able to open up both the pass game, the play-action game, and the run game, which is going to be really convenient moving forward, especially with the playoffs starting. Because people aren't going to know what to expect, because one week we go in there, Brady throws four touchdowns. Next week we go in there, Rex Burkhead gets two touchdowns rushing, and we have almost 200 total yards. So it's it's hard on opposing defenses, because Belichick likes to keep them guessing. Next week, we might go out there when we're playing Miami again. Look what Brady did to Miami last week. Going to go out there, maybe give some of the, maybe pass all over them again. And then once we face off Pittsburgh, we'll be able to open up the game and be able to hopefully run and pass. And hopefully we have Hogan back by then. Because he is a great threat, especially what we saw him do to Pittsburgh last year. But then, like, when we play Pittsburgh, they might keep an eye out on him and Cooks because we passed all over him in the AFC Championship last year. And then, do you know what that's going to do? That's going to open up their own game. And that's good. So it's good to have an offense where it's balanced with the run and pass game. I mean, the passing game yesterday wasn't anything phenomenal. I mean, Gronk, I mean, it's Gronk, whenever he plays in Buffalo, has a great game. His whole family's there. Didn't score... Um, but he had nine receptions, 147 yards, which is crazy. Almost 150 yards on only nine receptions. He made some crazy grabs, like third and longs, just great grabs. And the one where he wrestled out a defender's hand, I mean, I, I, I love Gronk, and he played so good. And just kind of what happened at the end just kind of it's kind of leaves it a little shady and it's just kind of like, Oh, I mean, he played amazing, but like just seeing that stuff happen, is just kind of like, uh, 
which that never happened because people would have been talking about his performance in a while. But now when people are going to be talking about him, it's all they're going to be talking about. If I turn on NFL Network at ESPN right now, I guarantee within 20 minutes, I'll see a story on that hit and other little analysis. And other little analysts will be talking about it and how we should get suspended, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, Patriots. It's, it's going to be on all day. It's, it's going to be everywhere. Just going to try to get away from him. I'm not going to tweet about him. I'm not going to talk about him much. It was dirty. But I'm going to leave it at that. So, yeah, the offense, both run game, and Gronk, amazing. Now, the one thing. That has just impresses me week after week after week after week these past few weeks. Our defense. Three points. One, two, three. One field goal. That's all we allowed. Three points. All game. 60 minutes of football. Three points. That is a great defensive game. I mean, three points. Not even a touchdown. No end zone trips. Not even two field goals, just one field goal, three points on the board. That's a good defensive day. If we can just keep our defense like this and keep breaking off this run game and and when, as the receivers get better or the pass game, our team is dangerous. I mean, we already, I mean, we've been playing so good. And to see our defense come out there and only allow three points to Tyrod Taylor and the Bills, I mean, the Sean McCoy had like 92 yards. He had a pretty good amount of rushing yards, but still, like, it doesn't really matter because they didn't get the points. The yards only really matter if you get the points. You can have a 99-yard pass from the from the one-yard line. You can have a 98. You can have a 98-yard pass from the one-yard line. If he gets tackled at the one, then they stop you. That's zero points. Those yards don't matter. Yeah, they matter on the stat sheet, but you're not getting that W. And what's the most important thing about football and fighting for that playoff spot and fighting for the number one seed is getting that one. So, yeah, he might have got yards, but not only not able to put in the end zone. So coverage stats. I mean, these dudes played phenomenally yesterday. Tyrod Taylor, 9 for 18, 65 yards. Quarterback rating, 31.4. We had three sacks on him. That's that's awesome. Uh, Peterman, because Tyrod got hurt. Um, six for 15, 50 yards. He's also sacked once. Quarterback rating 3.4. So our, our coverage game is phenomenal. Butler played amazing yesterday. Butler actually had the most tackles yesterday. Then like McCordy, Chung, Gilmore. Lee, Eric Lee, straight off of the practice squad this week. Played, all played great. I mean, we barely allowed anything. Three points and, like, barely any yards to the quarterbacks. Like, the passing game just wasn't open. I mean, Stefan Gilmore was locked on him all day. He was up against, like, Zay Jones. Zay Jones is good. He he had one crazy catch, but, I mean, Gilmore was pretty much on him all day with the one time when they are in the red zone. Throwing fades because they had Gilmore for start of his career. They knew he was weak on like the fades and deep balls, so they threw two his way in the end zone, and he defended them both, and they weren't able to score on it. So defense amazing. First drive of the game was not looking hot. 
Tyrod Taylor comes out there. I mean, he gets a little shaken up the first drive. And that, that's going to be the Bills fans' excuse. It's going to be like, oh, Tyrod was hurt. We would have won. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we, Tyrod comes out there. The Shady, the Sean McCoy, they're driving down the field. Driving, driving, driving. They get into the red zone. The play, it happens. Tyrod starts bat, coming back. And I, I said that play. I'm like, he's throwing a pick here. I I, first, I mean, I I watch a lot of the Bills games because I'm from Buffalo. So if they're not on as the, when the Patriots are playing, I'll watch them with my friends or my dad. And I was like, he's throwing a pick. I just, I, something about the play just told me. And next thing you know, Eric Lee off the practice squad, picks it off, read the play, faked the blitz, dropped back. Nice pick. And, like, that was a just a really good turnaround moment. Because if they drove down there and even got three or a touchdown, it's like, okay. I mean, it sets us back right away. But once you get a pick, it's like, okay. So we get it at half two. We kicked it off. And we already have a turnover. Don't, it didn't allow them anything. No, no points. While they were driving down the field within our red zone. And th- that drive was looking good. I was nervous. I mean, they they just kind of came out there and just kind of dug it on us. That happened last year when we played them because I go to this game every year. And last year, the same thing happened, but they did score. Tyrod Taylor comes out, they come out hot, slinging, going down the field, and they score. So, I mean, that's not very good. But we were able to stop them. Defense, amazing. Eric Lee, probably defensive player of the game right there. I mean, had a pick, sack. Tackle for loss and a bunch of tackles in this off the practice squad, filling in for injured players like Hightower and just a lot of injuries going on this year. So it's nice that we can just counter these dudes and be able to pull them up and they'd be able to perform very good. So that's the offense and that's the defense. That's some of the good and bad stuff. Um, now, some, some like cool milestones that happened. Uh, I mean, Brady just joined the club, the 65,000 yard club. Manning, Breeze, and Favre. So, I mean, that that's an elite list right there. 65,000 yards. That's a lot, and he's not done yet. So, congrats to Brady there. That's a big milestone. I mean, only three other quarterbacks have done it, and all three are phenomenal and will be legends forever. Another crazy stat that I actually tweeted um, a few days ago that I uh, found just kind of researching stuff about the Bills and the Patriots. So, it's been a, a rivalry that's been going on for a while. I mean, it's a one-sided rivalry but like i'm from buffalo so like this game always interests me a lot because i go and like my friends and stuff like we're always talking smack this week and like my parents and like pretty much everyone i know from around here are pretty hard bills fans so it's fun to like throw little nabs and jabs at them because i bills win every year so i tweeted I, i found out and tweeted that tom brady has more super bowl mvp awards than losses to the bills in his entire career his entire career two times a year pretty much playing them besides when he's hurt or last year suspended he has more Super Bowl mvps let that sink in for a minute that's insane i actually tweeted that and one of my awesome followers yesterday sent me a screenshot of my tweet on espn which which is cool it gave it a lot of exposure. I got some followers, retweets. It's it's cool. I mean, yeah, they started a witch hunt against Brady, but th- thanks for the exposure. It's cool, and I I think you get oh when I I posted it, 
um, the screenshot of it on ESPN. A lot of you guys gave great feedback, like congrats, uh, especially like on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys. It meant a lot. Like you guys were all like, congrats, man. Like that's awesome. And it, it just, it made me feel like happy. Like appreciate that guys a lot. Cause I mean, all this I really do. I just kind of do for fun. I just kind of, and it's, it's cool when like one of the biggest sports media television station did digs onto my profile and uses some of my stuff because they thought it was good. So that's good. So that's the game. Um, getting out, I'm, I mean, I went to the game, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Had some, it's Bill's Mafia. I mean, always a good time with tailgating, still kind of feeling it today. So yeah, had a good time tailgating, obviously, um, ate some good burgers, um, drank some good beer, met some cool people. Um, and there was a lot of Patriots fans there. I mean, I was six rows behind the Patriots bench and there was pretty much the first like 10 rows that I would say there was more Patriots fans. It's probably because it's very, very cheap to get tickets that close, like compared to Foxborough. So I usually try to go to one in Foxborough, and he, and I go to this one every year. This one's so much cheaper. You can sit right behind the Patriots bench for a fraction for what it would cost you to sit in the 300s at Foxborough. So a lot of Patriots fans make the trip. There's a lot around here. I mean, if you're living in Bills territory, why even be a Bills fan? Why, why not cheer for the best ever? But yeah, being six rows up, like close and personal to Tommy Boy and Gronk and stuff. Like at the end, us and some, uh, me and some guys, like when they were just kind of sitting there, like we just yell at them. And they, they, like some of the players would turn around, like wave. Like we, we got Gronk to like smile and say, hey, uh, we got Amadola. So it's cool. Like you, you, you got to show them support. Like start cheering their names and stuff. And like it's in a way crowd. They, they, they acknowledge that and they like it. So it, it, that was cool. So yeah, great experience. I mean, the places in December is a lot more calm than in the beginning of the year. Because when we play in the beginning of the year, the Bills still think that they're they're going to win the AFC East every year. They're like, because the, their motto is there's always next year. So every single year, they're like, beginning of season, first few games, especially like when they're playing good. Like last year, we played them like week two or three. They won against a good team like to start. And then they're like, oh, they're all hyped up. So like, they're all talking smack, swearing at you, like throwing stuff, like trying to cause fights. And I'm just like, it's football. I don't want to be a part of this. But, like, as it goes on, we just kind of see. And, like, in December, that place is quiet. People sitting. Like, people just aren't as enthusiastic. There's empty seats. And they're not as into it as they were in the beginning of the year, rightfully so. So, yeah, f- few funny stories I got. Um, so, I, I've been going to this game pretty much my whole life. So, I've been a Patriots fan my whole life. And when I was young, I was always, like, come, my dad, season ticket holder for the Bills for years, and I was always like, come on, Dad, take me to the Patriots-Bills game. Like, I've always loved Tom Brady. got to see him. So I'd go. And I'd wear my Brady jersey. And little, uh, like, drunk dudes would start chants of, of saying provocative words to me. Then what, I, I didn't even know what half of these words meant when I was that old. Throw, throw a beer can at my back. I mean, it, it was brutal. I mean, it's not as bad now i mean there's they, they still give you stuff but once you're in december and they just kind of expect a loss i guess i mean but it's okay i mean bill's mafia that they're funny people but and it's nice that they're not as as in my opinion they're not as intense as they have been in years past so i used to go like one time this lady threw like rocks at my girlfriend like it's it, it was bad but now like they just kind of accepted the fact that the, the patriots are on top 
And you, you can't really talk smack to a fan of a team that's better than you, that has been better than you, that Tom Brady has owned since he came into the NFL. You can't do it. Just You can't really back yourself up. Like You can't say the Patriots suck. You can't say Tom Brady's bad. Like you, you can't. Like, I can say that about Tyrod and players, but you, like in the Bills, but you can't really say that about the Patriots because you can't really justify it with any numbers. Just look at the stats when the Bills have played the Patriots in the last few years. Okay, they won last year against us when... Jacoby Brissett, our third-string rookie quarterback, was like starting in his like second NFL game ever. Okay, I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. But I mean, all that really matters is the playoffs. So I th- think that concludes this episode of the Pat's Mush Podcast. Thank you guys all who listen. Thank you guys who subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Leave a review. I pre I little thing last week I. Didn't get around to doing the victory cast. It was like Thanksgiving week and like I run my own businesses and it was Black Friday and stuff. So it was really busy. But don't worry, we're back. Going to try to just pump out as much as we can while before the season ends because this is the best time of year. Um, playoffs going to be coming soon. Don't worry. In the playoffs, we'll be posting great content. Um, so yeah, stay with us, guys. Um, follow us on social media. Facebook, Pats Militia, Instagram, Pats Militia, Twitter, Pats Militia. We'll be doing some giveaways also, and we post great Patriots content all season. So thank you guys for listening. appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to listen to me and my thoughts on the Patriots win. Have a good week, everybody. We're on to Miami next week. Nothing we can't handle. We still got the Bills and Jets one more time, which should be good. It just comes down to pretty much us in Pittsburgh. Maybe I'll do an in-depth podcast. I mean, the Steelers play tonight, so like as the season comes down, I'll do an in-depth podcast before we play the Steelers about kind of the matchup and what I think is going to happen And because that's pretty much the two closest. Um, the, the, I mean, the AFC is just kind of falling off. So, I mean, it's pretty much between us in the Pittsburgh, so I mean, we we play them in a few weeks, and they play the Bengals tonight. So go Bengals, go Andy Dalton. I don't even know if he's starting or hurt. I don't really pay attention to the Bengals, but I'm gonna stop ranting. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pat's Mush Podcast. Thank you. Take it easy, Tom Brady. Thank you for listening to the Pat's Militia Podcast. 